Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, July 27th. U.S. equities finished higher as the street appeared to react positively to the Fed's decision to up the target for its benchmark interest rate, a move that was widely expected. As second quarter earnings season heats up, Dow members Microsoft and Boeing, along with Google parent Alphabet, all gained ground even as their results came in below estimates. However, Texas Instruments, Chipotle Mexican Grill, and Dow component Visa all reported quarterly results that exceeded forecasts. The economic calendar had some positive data points, with preliminary durable goods orders rising more than expected, the advanced goods trade deficit narrowing more than projected, and wholesale inventories topping forecasts. However, mortgage applications fell for a fourth straight week, and pending home sales fell by the largest amount since the start of the pandemic. Treasuries finished mixed, pairing gains that came following the Fed's decision, and the U.S. dollar turned to the downside. Crude oil prices traded higher, and gold also reversed course to finish solidly to the upside. Europe was mostly higher, despite some lackluster earnings results in the region, while markets in Asia finished mixed. The Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 436 points, or 1.4%, to 32,198. The S&P 500 index rallied 103 points, or 2.6%, to 4,024. And the Nasdaq Composite jumped 470 points, or 4.1%, to 12,032. In moderate volume, 4.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil rose $2.28 to $97.26 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price gained $14.30 to $1,732 per ounce, and the dollar index was down 0.7% to 106.40. In equity news on Wednesday, Dow member Microsoft, ticker symbol MSFT, reported fiscal fourth quarter earnings per share of $2.23, below the $2.29 facts at estimate, with revenues rising 12% year-over-year to $51.9 billion, south of the street's forecast of $52.4 billion. The company said in a dynamic environment, it saw strong demand, took market share, and increased customer commitment to its cloud platform. However, an unfavorable foreign exchange rate movement, extended production shutdowns in China, reductions in advertising spend, the ongoing war in Ukraine, and employee expenses weighed on its results. Shares rose as the company's guidance seemed to be better than feared. Alphabet, ticker symbol G-O-O-G-L, the parent of Google, posted second quarter earnings per share of $1.21, below the expected $1.27, as revenues grew 13% year-over-year to $69.7 billion, missing the $69.8 billion estimate. Traffic acquisition costs came in below forecasts, and it said search and cloud revenues drove its second quarter results, but its YouTube ad revenue was below projections. Alphabet traded higher as the street seemed to cheer its search results. Dow component Boeing, ticker symbol BA, reported an adjusted second quarter loss of $0.37 per share, larger than the $0.13 per share shortfall that was expected. 
with revenues declining 2% year-over-year to $16.7 billion, south of the forecasted $17.6 billion. The company said its results were driven by lower defense volume and unfavorable performance, partially offset by higher commercial volume. Boeing said, quote, we made important progress across key programs in the second quarter and are building momentum in our turnaround. As we begin to hit key milestones, we were able to generate positive operating cash flow this quarter and remain on track to achieve positive free cash flow for 2022. While we are making meaningful progress, we have more work ahead, end quote. Boeing traded slightly lower. Texas Instruments, ticker symbol TXN, announced second quarter earnings of $2.45 per share, above the expected $2.13, as revenues rose 14% year-over-year to $5.2 billion, north of the forecasted $4.7 billion. The company said it saw growth across markets and its cash flow from operations underscored the strength of its business model. Texas Instruments issued third quarter guidance that was above expectations. Texas Instruments traded higher. Dow member Visa, ticker symbol V, reported third quarter adjusted earnings per share of $1.98 above the $1.75 per share fact set estimate as net revenues increased 19% year-over-year to $7.2 billion, beating estimates of $7.1 billion. Despite the macroeconomic uncertainty, alongside significant exchange rate headwinds and business suspension in Russia, noted by the company, Visa said, quote, sustained levels of growth in overall payments volume, cross-border volume, and processed transactions demonstrated the resiliency of our business model, end quote. The company added that consumers are back on the road, visiting various corners of the world, resulting in cross-border travel volume surpassing 2019 levels for the first time since the pandemic began in early 2020. Visa issued guidance for fourth quarter net revenues to grow at the high teens to 20% range. Shares were lower. Chipotle Mexican Grill, ticker symbol CMG, announced adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $9.30 that beat the facts at estimate of $9.03 per share, although revenues only grew 17% year-over-year to $2.2 billion, as opposed to the forecasted $2.3 billion. The company noted its pricing power, or the ability to adjust prices, helped offset the increase in food, beverage, and packaging costs caused by inflation. Additionally, Chipotle saw an increase in purchase frequency from its main customers who are higher household income consumers, while the frequency from lower income households slowed down. The company also reaffirmed its outlook for the third quarter, stating that it expects comparable restaurant sales growth and planned price rate increases in August to come in around the mid to high single digits. Shares rallied. Second quarter earnings season has shifted into high gear this week, and of the 180 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, roughly 60% have topped revenue forecasts, and approximately 73% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 7.8%, though earnings are down 2.4% thus far. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses the economy in her latest article titled, The Thrill is Gone, Earnings Season Kicks Off, how second quarter earnings growth will mark an expected deceleration in profits, 
but focus will likely continue to shift to the pace at which outlooks are downgraded. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, concluded its two-day monetary policy meeting and for a second consecutive meeting opted to raise the target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points, bringing the benchmark rate to a range of 2.25% to 2.50%. In its statement that accompanied the decision, the committee said that while the jobs market remains robust and the unemployment rate has remained low, quote, Recent indicators of spending and production have softened, end quote, and that, quote, inflation remains elevated, reflecting supply and demand imbalances related to the pandemic, higher food and energy prices, and broader price pressures, end quote. The panel also continued to cite the ongoing war in Ukraine for creating additional pressure on inflation and weighing on global economic activity. Regarding its balance sheet, the Fed said it will maintain its plans of reducing its holdings of Treasury securities and agency debt and agency mortgage-backed securities that are released in May. The decision was unanimous at this meeting after Kansas City Fed President Esther George was the lone dissenter at the June gathering, who at the time preferred a smaller 50 basis point increase. No updated economic projections were provided at this meeting. Shortly after the announcement, in his customary press conference, Chairman Jerome Powell said that, quote, the current picture is plain to see. The labor market is extremely tight and inflation is much too high, end quote. Powell also stated that he thinks it is necessary to have growth slow down and it probably will grow below its long-run trend for a period of time, noting, quote, we actually think we need a period of growth below potential in order to create some slack, end quote. You can get more insight on the Fed's decision from Schwab's Kathy Jones later today on our Insights and Education page. In other economic news, preliminary durable goods orders rose 1.9% month-over-month during June, compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 0.4% decrease, and versus May's unrevised 0.8% increase. Ex-transportation orders were up 0.3% month-over-month, topping forecasts, calling for a 0.2% advance, and compared to May's downwardly adjusted 0.5% rise. Orders for non-defense capital goods, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for business spending, were higher by 0.5% compared to projections of a 0.2% rise and versus the prior month's negatively adjusted 0.5% gain. The MBA Mortgage Application Index decreased 1.8% last week following the prior week's decline of 6.3%. The index was down for a fourth straight week as a 3.7% drop in the refinance index was met with a 0.8% dip for the purchase index. The decline came even as the average 30-year mortgage rate decreased 8 basis points to 5.74% but is up 273 basis points versus a year ago. In other housing news, pending home sales fell much more than expected, dropping by 8.6% month-over-month in June versus estimates of a 1% decline and following May's negatively revised 0.4% decrease. 
Sales tumbled 19.8% year-over-year on the heels of May's negatively adjusted 12.3% fall. Pending home sales reflect contract signings and are a gauge of the pipeline of existing home sales and posted the largest month-over-month decrease since April of 2020 as housing affordability drops. Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses the housing market in her article titled Can't Find My Way Home, how a spike in prices and interest rates has dealt a significant blow to housing affordability, elevating the potential for the housing market's weakness to dampen economic growth. The advanced goods trade balance showed that the June deficit narrowed much more than expected to $98.2 billion versus estimates calling for it to contract to $103 billion from May's downwardly revised shortfall of $104 billion. Preliminary wholesale inventories grew 1.9% month-over-month for June compared to expectations of a 1.5% gain and versus May's favorably revised 1.9% increase. Treasuries finished mixed and the inversion of the two-year and 10-year notes remained intact as the markets continue to grapple with how aggressive the Fed will be moving forward and what the ultimate impact will be on the economy. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her latest article, Fed Rate Hikes, Why Are Bond Yields Falling?, noting that the Federal Reserve's pledge to curb inflation appears to have resonated with the market. She adds that if the central bank raises rates as much as recent projections indicate, the risk of recession rises. Kathy concludes that consequently, bond yields have been pulling back from recent highs and the yield curve has flattened. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note lost three basis points to 3.02%, while the yield on the 10-year note ticked one basis point higher to 2.81%, and the 30-year bond rate advanced seven basis points to 3.08%. Tomorrow's economic calendar will hold what is likely the second most anticipated event of the week, the first look of three at second quarter gross domestic product, or GDP. The broadest measure of economic output is projected to have nudged 0.4% higher on a quarter-over-quarter annualized basis after dropping by 1.6% in the first quarter. Personal consumption is forecasted to have gained 1.2% quarter-over-quarter. On inflation, the GDP price index and the core PCE price index are expected to have respective increases of 8% and 4.4% quarter over quarter. Initial jobless claims for the week ended July 23rd are also on tap, expected to show 250,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed. And the Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index will round out the docket and the reports on regional manufacturing for July, estimated to have declined to a level of positive 4 from the positive 12 posted in June, with a reading above zero indicating expansion in activity. In international news on Wednesday, European equities finished mostly in the green as the global markets awaited today's Fed monetary policy decision out of the U.S., while also sifting through a host of earnings results on both sides of the pond. The Fed is largely expected to raise rates by 75 basis points for a second straight meeting, and the markets gained ground despite a drop in shares of Adidas AG, ticker symbol ADDYY, after it cut its outlook, 
and Credit Suisse Group AG, ticker symbol CS, rose even as the company reported softer than expected trading results. In economic news, consumer sentiment readings out of Germany, France, and Italy all deteriorated. The euro decreased slightly, and the British pound finished little changed versus the U.S. dollar ahead of the Fed's decision, and bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. moved mostly to the upside. Inflation is the main driver of tighter monetary policies and a dampened consumer and business sentiment, but Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled Shortages Have Led to Gluts, Now, inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.6%. France's CAC 40 index rose 0.8%. Germany's DAX index advanced 0.5%. Italy's FTSE MIB index gained 1.5%, and Spain's IBEX 35 index increased 0.7%, while Switzerland's Swiss market index declined 0.4%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as the markets traded cautiously ahead of today's monetary policy decision out of the U.S., while tech and property-related issues remained choppy amid continued uncertainty regarding regulations and potential bailouts from China. The disruption of COVID-induced lockdowns in the world's second-largest economy of China also continues to hamper the global outlook, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article, China's Yo-Yo Economy, that although an economic rebound in China is underway according to government and private sector data, its economy and stock market may remain volatile. In economic news, Japan's leading indicators for May were revised lower. South Korean consumer confidence fell in July. China's industrial profits rebounded year-over-year in June. And headline second-quarter consumer price inflation out of Australia came in cooler than expected. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.2% with the yen softening slightly. The yen has dropped to multi-decade lows since March as the Fed has gotten aggressive with its monetary policy, while the Bank of England has abstained from tightening its policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index dipped 0.1%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 1.1%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index was up 0.2%, South Korea's Kospi Index ticked 0.1% higher, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index moved 1% to the upside. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold trade data from Japan, retail sales from Australia, housing prices from the UK, PPI from France, retail sales from Spain, as well as confidence data out of the Eurozone. 